Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome in to our daily spiritual practice of tarot. So glad you're joining me here at home as I pull a couple cards for us today and really try to find our center center our spirit within us as we go out into the day, as we um, unhook from codependent patterns of people-pleasing, over-advising. I want to say the word meddling today, and I've never used that word, Um, but let's face it, we meddle, we get into other people's business, uh, we're fixers, uh, things like that. And really, um, we're big hearted people, or we are big hearted, love centered people. I know you are. If you're listening to this podcast, and, um, and you associate with all the things that I just spoke of, and you forget yourself in all of those equations, you overgive to the point of erasing yourself uh, in the situation, and sometimes even in your own life, then um, yeah, I know you're a big hearted person. I know you're love centered. And we actually have the capacity and the power to become um, some of the most healthy securely attached um, people, loving people, um, because we've already got it. But we've got it so much that it's it's gotten out of hand. Um, and we have to center our own self-esteem here. Um, so I'm so glad you popped in. The cards today, whew, we're going to talk about it here. I'm actually having a sip of... Um, Turmeric zest tea, my love, and I drove out to Halifax yesterday and hit up a little store called the uh, World Tea uh, Room, World Tea Room, World Tea Store. I can't remember now, but World Tea, um, so good. And he got a uh, Sakura Rose, a Japanese white tea, and I got a turmeric zest tea. Oh my goodness, they just taste so good. Uh, slowly but surely, I'm coming around to tea. My partner's really into tea. I'm just going to have a sip here. It's just so good. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at this morning. Um, what is your experience today? What are you experiencing over the last little bit? Have you listened to the new moon? in cancer episode. Um, I think three episodes back now after this one. Um, Are these themes arising for you? Are you starting to notice that you can't hide parts of you? Yesterday, I pulled some cards just for myself. And it was a reminder. Uh, It was the moon and then the reversed hermit and the reversed four of cups, those cards that want us to go in. And it was saying, it's like, man, these deep patterns, these deep subconscious things in us, these deep unconscious things, they're coming out, they are no longer hiding within us, we can see them, our partners can see them. Oh, my partner could see mine yesterday. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had a couple moments uh, in the car. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Where, oh, old patterns. My um, my fear voice, also my critique voice within me, um, showed up. And these things are flying out of my mouth. And not about him, about me. Um, these things are flying out of my mouth. I had to remind him when I say these things, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to myself like I am upset with myself right now. And, uh, you know, all that, all that. So um, go back if you haven't listened, uh, because there's a lot there to be watching for right now. And it's not about solving it, by the way. It's not about avoiding it. It's that there's something there for us. And so the more aware we are, um, the more we're able to give context and language to what's happening through um, that episode or through the tarot cards, the more we're able to grapple, accept, you know, all of those things Um, and really get the get the lesson from it not avoid it happening, but get the learning that's trying to come through, get the expansion, get the growth, get the evolution that's trying to come through. Today, our cards are a doozy. And they are all about how we lose ourselves in in constantly waiting and keeping our eye on something that we want to grow. And in that, of course, getting a little bit into that control with the tower, you know, trying to hold things together, trying to make them grow in the seven of pentacles, um, being obsessed with watching it, being obsessed with every little move and every little piece of growth that it makes. Uh, it's a person who's, who's watching pentacles grow on a vine and they have their tools with them and, and you can just tell it's slow going but, um, you know, it, they're obsessed. They can't leave it alone. They don't trust it to grow on its own. Um, and how often do we do this to our partners and people in our life? We don't trust them to grow without us keeping a very watchful eye on them. Right? Keeping such a watchful eye on them. And in that way, we get obsessive, right? We get obsessive. Um, This is where we forget ourselves because our focus is not on us and not in a self-centered way, right? Where you think the only thing that matters in life is me, Uh, that will disconnect you in an instant. But this is about trust today, right? And it is about that ability to say, I don't need to watch over you. I don't need to keep my eye on this dating experience and obsess over it and keep my eye on it every day, all day, every minute of every day. I don't need to keep my eye on my partner and their growth every moment of every day, every minute. Because when I do... I stop seeing the ways I'm supposed to be growing in my life. I stop seeing the labels and identities and the old skin of old um, patterns that I am supposed to be shedding, right? It's a little bit of tower energy hidden in the seven of pentacles 
I don't say that because it's actually there. I say that because I had to pull a couple information cards. And that's what came through. And I really wanted to get this message correct. Um, And I'm not going to get into how I do that. If you want to know how I do that, reach out. Um, I'm thinking of doing some videos on either YouTube or uh, Vimeo to rent. Uh, If you want to see how I do stuff like this, let me know, reach out. But (sighs) Seven of Pentacles is um, really calling us to admit that we have had our focus on other people's growth more than ours. And I got caught here. I remember getting caught here. I still get caught here. (laughs) Um, I get caught here in moments now and less in seasons. But I would get caught in seasons where someone else's growth, right? Someone's going through something um, and I am there for it. And not only am I there for it, I'm watching it. I'm obsessing over it. I'm trying to tend to it. I'm trying to feed it with what I think it needs. I'm trying to water it with what I think it needs. You know, Seven of Pentacles is, you know, growing things in a garden. So we can think about it that way. And my life suffered. My life behind the scenes began to be in shambles. It's those little things like, oh, I missed that bill. Um, Oh, I missed that responsibility because I was really obsessed with what's going on with someone else. And slowly and surely, our life behind the scenes, it it starts to... um, It starts to wither and we try to hide it. We, we try to tell ourselves, oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll just get on top of that next week. But truly it's going to take longer and truly our life needs our most tending our life. Okay. That doesn't mean we disconnect. It means we can witness others. And when we're done, we turn and we refocus on ourselves. It means that we intentionally consider why we're there and what our part is in this and in their growth and in whatever is um is there and cancer energy is the nurturer the nurturer of the zodiac and so the healing quality of the nurturer is not that you go there with people that you get deep and you do the psychoanalysis work with them that's scorpio energy Cancer energy and what we see in the seven is that the seven of pentacles is more of a cancerian energy. It says, I'm going to nurture you. I'm going to love you. But in this card, it becomes obsessive. Like I said, it's too much. It's taking all of your focus, all of our focus. And we do this, we do this with partners too. You know, one thing I did uh, when I first began single, uh, I was, had a very, very casual situationship with someone, <laughs> if you can call it that. Uh, I think we all know what I mean. And um, I was so obsessed with how to figure out, you know, how to make that relationship grow and how to make the person grow that I was 
doing so much work around relationships. And I don't regret that. I didn't get it until years later. Uh, but I was researching and I was reading and, um, but I was doing it all with the inner intention to be able to change that other person, right? And to be able to grow them and to be able to grow the relationship. And I will tell you, it never happened. And the more I pushed, the less, the less it seemed viable, um, and that is a bit of that tower. That is a bit of when we, when we are obsessed with growing something or someone, chances are it's our ego that will break and wither. Um, it's our ego that will break and it is our life that will wither. And we will end up picking up the pieces, not them. Um, and they will continue on. That is my experience anyways. They will just continue on and they will grow when they want to grow. And that thing will nurture over time. Um, the hidden message inside the seven of pentacles, right? Sevens are about thinking that there's some sort of external something we can do, right? In the seven, we think we can keep nurturing and weeding and and um, pruning and, and growing this thing. But what we really have to do is offer it freedom and time. Freedom and time. That's all we can do. And so to say it blatantly, if you're with a partner and you're trying so desperately to grow them and you're doing all these things and you're nurturing them and you're tending to them, I want you to ask yourself, how's your life going? Are there little things that are sliding by that are starting to pile up? That's always your first sign you've forgotten about you in your life. Are Is all your growing and learning work are you always relating it to another person or are you more often relating it to yourself and what you can be doing? That's the difference, right? And so um, today we need to stop obsessing about our partners growing. We need to stop obsessing about a relationship or a dating experience growing into something. Um, we really just need to stop um, trying to nurture something today, not because we don't love it, but because we do, because we do, and we need to take our hands off and we need to offer trust and we need to offer freedom to, for it to grow as wild as it needs to, to care for itself. Um, we can love it. We can look upon it and love it. Um, but that's it. And our self-returning card is the five of, of cups. And five of cups is, is so much about acceptance, so much about surrender, and so much of refocusing. Just like I said, that's why I talked about refocusing on you. Because in the five of cups, we have someone who's feeling disconnected, disconnected from their inner home, disconnected from their outer home. Right? Some of you might feel disconnected where you're at physically. You don't feel at home where you are. You feel separate from it. And this is being exaggerated by the fact that you are literally watching these three cups in the card. Someone is looking down. At, they look sorrowful, 
right? And they're looking down at these three cups um, that are spilt. And the images of the people in the seven of pentacles and the five of cups almost have a similar body language. They're standing still. They have hunched shoulders. Their head is bowed. They are focused on what they're focused on. Okay. And so this is us focusing on what hasn't worked, focusing on like the big message here is that nurturing we're trying to do, that growth we're trying to do for other people. We're focusing all the time on the fact that it's not working. And we're not turning around to see what's behind you, which in this card is two full cups, meaning two full people, two full hearts, two hearts that are whole because they're human. There's a big message here about not looking at people like they're broken. People are not broken things to be fixed. And that's a big lesson for us. And we hate hearing it. At least I did. Because I didn't want to think that I looked at people like that. Oof, I loved people. But if we are trying to fix all the time, if we are, ask yourself, how often when I communicate, am I talking about solutions to things? That's when you know you're caught in fixing. That's when you're caught in obsessing over how something is growing or how something is going. And and in that moment, whatever we are trying to solve or think of solutions for, it's because a part of us believes that other thing is broken, that it's not okay, right? And so that goes for, you know, little things like, um, how something is going in the house, right? Like, oh, this isn't working. We need to reorganize. Okay, we can see that. Oh, this this thing isn't working anymore. We need to replace it, right? Something is broken. It needs fixing. So we offer solutions. We do the same for people. We just don't like to name it as fi- as fixing, and we don't like to name it as us having a viewpoint that they're broken. Um, But we need to accept it. And I don't think, I think the moment we accept this about ourselves, right? Um, This card was related to the hanged man today. This is what's informing my reading of that card. We need to surrender our perspective on this. We need to accept. That's why I'm calling this episode acceptance rather than say fixing or nurturing or things like that. I might call it nurturing. I guess we, I guess you'll have to tell me. Um, I'm in the past, I always name these after because I never know how this is going to go. But nurturing or acceptance, but really acceptance today, right? We need to surrender that viewpoint where all we're focusing on is, is what's not working. And that really then has a skip and jump into that seven, into that seven of pentacles, where now we're going to try to fix it. Instead, we need to turn around. We need to accept that there's two whole people in the situation or that, you know, there's other options in the situation. There's other things we can be focusing on, especially on us. 
right? We need to turn around and we need to reconnect with what's actually there. And our life is there waiting for us. Your life is there waiting for you. And that's important today. And the funny thing is, is that when we can just be there for people without fixing, when we can say, thank you for telling me this, I know that was hard. What do you think you're going to do? Have you ever asked someone, what do you think you're going to do? What a trusting question to ask instead of, well, you know, you could, there's a book on this, you know, or you could do this. It's been my favorite way to accept and refocus and allow that person freedom is, what do you think you'll do? And what's your intuition telling you? And that's it. How nurturing. That's truly nurturing, right? With a plant, what what do you need? What, what do you think you need? You know, um, what do you think you'll do? But, you know, a person is not a plant. A plant needs to be cared for and have those choices made. A person does not, right? Different entities. So today you're going to surrender your obsessiveness around nurturing. You're going to surrender your focus. You're over-focusing on somebody else growing in the situation. You're going to focus back on your life and the little things you've been letting go, right? Letting your life go. If it's piling up, it now is the time to let go of mothering people who don't need to be mothered. Nobody who's an adult needs a parent, right? They need to become their own parents. And that's why that question, what do you think you'll do, is such a nurturing question. Is so full of trust that the other person is an adult who can figure this out. And it's like you're trusting that if they need help, they'll ask, but you don't need to shove it on them, right? Like you would a child, like you would a plant, you just shove on what it needs, right? So that's what I have for us today. I think it's a big, big thing. And um, I think this is an episode I'll probably come back to quite a bit. Um, because I get caught here so much. It's so intrinsic. If um, you're kind of an overgiver in relationship, if you forget about yourself uh, in lieu of the other person, this is such a big lesson. This is such a big theme. So I'm so glad you're listening. I'm so glad I'm talking about it. Um, It's centering me for the day. And again, this is what I mean by centering, right? I'm not self-centered. I'm not only thinking about myself. I am thinking about what's good for other people, but I'm centered. I feel calmer. I don't feel in urgency or panic about the relationship, about the person, about if they're growing. And when I'm centered, right, then I can love more. Because then I'm calmer about my love. I'm not pushy about my love. I'm not fixing right? I'm in calmness and I'm in trust. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I wish that for you today. Offer that to your person, your partner today. Offer that trust to whatever dating relationship you might be have that you want to grow. Um, 
could be something else in your life, of course. Maybe you're you're growing a business or, or you're um, growing a new home or a new job. All of these things apply. But I think a lot of it has to do with people, people and love. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you again tomorrow for another dose, a daily dose of um, our spiritual practice of tarot. I care about you. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.